0: This is Unclaimed Bands, show 194. Hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight our guests are Janani. Welcome, everybody.
1: Hey.
0: How's, uh, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Doing good. Cool. Well, I want to thank you for uh, taking time to do the interview. I really appreciate it.
2: That's yes, no problem. Yeah, no problem.
0: Uh, can I get uh, each one of you to give us your name and tell us what you do in the band?
2: Yes. All right. I'll start. I'm Eric. My name is my name is Eric. <laughs> I play bass and you know I I also help write some songs.
1: Um my name is Janani <laughs> and I am the vocalist of the band.
3: <laughs> um my name is Austin Cravendam. Um I'm the drummer right now. Uh yeah. I kind of I'm kind of new so I haven't really written anything with them but uh just coming in to you know start.
0: Well, that's so, good. It's yeah. good. You got to start somewhere, right? exactly all right cool well tell you what why don't we uh let people listen to one of your songs first before we get into the interview uh what are we gonna let them hear
1: uh you guys are going to hear run
0: all right this is run
4: No mistake is gonna be tonight don't run your brain.
0: All right, that was run. My guests are Janani. Uh, how did you uh, before? Well, before we get into that, tell me tell me a little bit about that song because, and and we'll talk about the video that you guys are working on later. But tell me about the song first.
1: Um, the song is kind of it's just about, I guess you could say, power, and I kind of was playing off the idea of, um, I guess people always believing they're right or always wanting to win even if they're not right um so there's a little bit of humor in there even though um you know it's it's a pretty like powerful and serious song I did uh I did kind of want to play off that idea that you know people always think they're right and I think that when you listen to it you can kind of get an idea for that
0: well I definitely picked up on that um tell me a little bit about um I saw like the quick little hour teaser for the video uh you guys have that coming out later right can, can you tell yeah. me a little bit about the concept behind it without giving too much away to people?
1: Um, Let's see. Well, we kind of – when we started writing the song, we, we kind of thought, oh, hey, you know, this kind of reminds us of, like, a Western movie or something. So when we decided to do the music video, uh, we were like, why not just have a Western theme as well? And um, the music video itself is actually – it's more humorous. It's not actually to be taken too seriously – Um, you know, there's, it's kind of like, uh, the dad, my dad in the music video, he passes away and, um, I kind of want to get revenge for it. And there's all these little humorous, quirky things that happen, uh, while I'm trying to get revenge for it. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but that's kind of the gist of it.
0: I, I personally can't wait to see the full version. Just seeing just that little snippet that I saw, uh, I can say that, see that the production value was very high for it. It uh, looks great, so uh, I definitely well, definitely think everybody should check it out. Do you have a time when you're going to be releasing that, or a date, you think? I know August, right?
1: Um, we don't have a specific date yet, but um, we plan to release it at the beginning of August, probably within the first two weeks, so it's coming up very soon, actually.
0: Okay, great, great. Um, so tell me how, how did the band start? How did you guys come together?
1: Um, well, I knew Eric for a while, and... You know, we kind of, I was already doing like solo project stuff and I was already like working on my own album separate from the band. And uh, I just always liked the idea of having a band and like the community of a band rather than just a solo project. So,
2: yeah, so then eventually around like five years ago or so, um, I, I kind of met Janani through a mutual friend and then, you know, I heard that she was starting a band and so I just kind of started. I started playing bass for her, you know, that's actually when I started learning bass. I kind of learned bass to play with the band. And so then we went through a lot of member changes, Member changes. you know, her and I, you know, a bunch of different generations of originals and songs. And uh, here we are um, at this point, here at this point we meet Austin. Yes.
1: Yeah. And now we're working on new material and uh, playing a bunch of cool shows. So, you know, we're just excited for the future now. Well, that's mm-hmm. great
0: that you guys uh, you guys are working out. Sometimes bands do have to go through different I- I- iterations in order to get what uh, what really fits fits and works. Um, yeah, definitely. Can you guys? Uh, can each one of you tell me a little bit about your musical background? How did you How did you come to this? I mean, you know, there's plenty of people who play, whether it's in school or band or whatever, and never do anything else with it.
2: Yeah, um, so I'll start. Um, I started my whole music. Kind of, my whole music career kind of started in middle school when I I signed up for a guitar class, but I didn't get into it, and so they put me in band. And so then from then from that point, I started playing clarinet in band all through middle school and high school, you know. And so I went into marching band, you know, with clarinet. And then about in tenth grade, ninth grade, I picked up the bass guitar to, you know, play of Janani. And so then, and so at this point, you know, I'm not playing a clarinet anymore. I'm just kind of doing a lot of bass guitar and focusing on the contemporary scene with, you know, rock music.
0: So, so we're not going to find any clarinet solos
2: in future (laughs) works or anything? Not quite.
1: (laughs) Not anytime soon, that's for sure. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, so I have always been interested, um, in the arts and I actually started out, uh, when I was little, I was really interested in art and like drawing and painting and that kind of stuff. And uh, then I decided to join choir in elementary school. I think I was probably seven or eight. And that kind of is where I started, decided to, uh, I guess, develop my uh, passion for singing and music. And um, I was in musical theater. And then eventually I decided, you know, I just really like singing. Acting is all right, but singing is my passion and what I really like doing. And um, I wanted to start a band and, uh, yeah, so that's how, like, everything happened before the band came about, I guess.
3: And, and Austin, what about you, man? Um, well, it it, go, it goes back to probably around my adolescent, you know, kind of teen years, like early teen years, um, you know, I just started listening to different types of music because, you know, I, I didn't really have much of a musical identity and I, I didn't really have any passions, um. And you know, guitar gear was big, and rock band, and I, I have to admit, you know, that might have attributed a little bit to my interest, um, you because know, everyone was doing it, it was cool, and I, and I was like, this is pretty cool, and, and I had support from my dad, you know, he played music, and uh, yeah, he just kind of, you know, like, yeah, it's it's a cool thing, and I just started getting into it, um, you know, eventually, um, I got a drum set, um, I just started playing, no, no kind of technical classes, um, not really, I mean, there were some, you know, here and there, but very few um, and I just kind of learned through my dad because you know he had some rhythm experience. He, he did play drums for a little bit. And he's also a bass player. Um, and I just you know kind of took it from there. Just started learning little things you know here and there, It just kind of grew. And then it came to what it is today. And, you know, I, I found them on Craigslist you know, probably like <laughs> four or five months ago. I know it's not like the uh, the infamous most, like, Craigslist. I know it, you think of it like some kind of you know scary shady <laughs> place, but well, uh, well it,
0: it is. But it's also where you find find bandmates that's what i've come to find out it's reliable for that at least
3: you gotta dig a little bit
0: yeah (laughs) yeah well that's cool that's good i'm glad you're with the band you guys all seem happy and all that so um you know i wanted to turn things to you know you guys have been doing a lot and playing a lot and we'll get into that but um you recently were picked to to perform at the hard rock tampa bay at the uh, tampa bay acoustic music festival uh tell me about that what was that like that experience for you
1: um, well, for me personally, I thought it was a really, really cool experience. Like, um, there were just so many different bands, I think, what was there, like over 70 different bands yeah, that, like that, that performed, um, over a month, uh, time frame. And, you know, we were just really excited to be a part of it. And, um, I would say like the experience itself, even just performing on that stage was like really, really cool. Cause you know, sometimes as a musician, you don't always get to perform with the best equipment and stuff. But that was like a really cool experience, I think.
0: So professional sound check, the whole deal. I yeah. got I got you. That's <laughs> cool. Hey, so it, you, sometimes those little things, you know, kind of matter, <laughs> just just slightly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about the, your, your songwriting, okay? I know, I know, Austin. You said you haven't written anything yet, but you're going to be, you know, obviously going to be part of that soon. I, I would imagine, but. Uh, where where are the, your inspirations come from as band and and what you know whether it's in lyrically or even in in other bands that you guys are are interested in and work with and idolize
2: yeah um a lot of times for songwriting specifically when like when janai and i we write a lot of songs together we do a lot of the songwriting and what we usually do is we usually start with just an idea usually she has some vocal idea and um and then we, and then I kind of just take, you know, my music. You know, I just take what I know about music, and I just try and try and create some harmonic, melodic background accompaniment to, you know, to, you know, go, to go with that. And I'm kind of just, uh, basically, I just kind of think, you know, of all the music I listen to, you know, I don't just listen to rock. But basically, I just, you know, kind of take all the harmonic ideas I've listened to, and kind of just say, okay, well, now I'm going to do it in rock, which means I'm, whatever I do, it's going to be with an electric guitar. It's probably going to be a little bit distortion. I'm probably going to be using a lot of power chords and minor pentatonic scales. And So, you know, that's my medium. And so then, so then that's how I kind of create the rock sound.
1: Yeah, and then I guess lyrically speaking, a lot of lyrics and melodies, like they just... Lyrics come probably from personal experiences. And then I also like to write, even though a lot of my lyrics are about personal experiences, I like to write them so they're they're more relatable for everyone who listens. So, you know, things like they might take some uh, personal aspects, like they might have some personal aspects in them, but um, I just really, I just like writing, and I'm also really interested in um, psychology. So a lot of times my lyrics are kind of based on things that I've learned in psychology or um, uh, melodies. Like I just, they just come from my head. I have no idea how I just think of stuff and... It goes just, from there. <laughs> just
0: the inspiration hits. I get it. I get yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, tell you what. Why don't we take a break and let everybody listen to another song? Uh, what are we going to let them hear this time? Uh,
1: the next song is Three Step System.
0: Okay. This is Three Step System.
4: I am not just a girl you
0: That was Three Steps System. Hey, what's the best place for people to keep in touch with you and find out what's going on with your band?
1: Uh, probably Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, actually. We're kind of getting into Instagram now, but definitely Facebook. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash music by Janani, and our Twitter is at music by Janani, and so is our Instagram. And those are probably the best places to I guess keep up to date with what's going on
0: okay, okay uh well, people out there you you know now where to go, so after the interview, make sure you go there, check out what's going on with the band, and keep in touch with them um this is for each one of you it's a judgment free- frequent free zone. What's the <laughs> first record you remember buying? Oh
2: gosh, I don't know. <laughs> You go. You go well, first. Uh, I mean, I personally didn't buy any v- vinyl records.
0: Give me records, CD, whatever. What's yeah, the first yeah. one you ever bought? I don't
2: think I'm a little too young, but I remember specifically in about uh, in my middle school when I was in middle school. I remember I was into um, I was I was my musical taste hadn't really expanded a lot, so I really only listened to three bands, which are Avenged Sevenfold, Slipknot, and Disturbed. Like these kind of the mainstream yeah. rock bands. You know, and so my favorite was Avenged Sevenfold. And so, what I ended up, what I ended up doing was I went to Best Buy of all places, and I and I bought the Avenged Sevenfold "City of Evil" album, and, and that's the first album I ever bought. And I, I bought it with my own money. I just really like it. I still have the album. You know.
0: <laughs> cool, cool. Uh Austin,
3: what about you? Uh that's a tough one. I I don't think. I can't pinpoint what like first song or cuz you know this is the age of iTunes stuff. I, I don't think I ever the only time like I bought full albums was maybe in the store. Um the one that I remember um was Metallica's Black album um like their their 90s early 90s uh album and I bought that I think at like uh, Target or something <laughs> and um it was it was cool cuz I you know I was in this age you, know, you don't listen to records and stuff that was a thing you know back then obviously but you know, it's different from just buying a song on iTunes. You know, it's oh, you got one song. You know, it's digital. You can't feel it. It's just it's different. Um, when I had the album, I I saw the artwork and and I saw like the set list of you know of all the songs. And I was like, this is pretty cool, you know. And I and I kind of felt like oh man, I just missed that time where you know maybe in the '80s when they were bigger and stuff. That would have been like you know the only thing, and it would have been you know even cooler in a sense. But I, I still thought it was cool because uh, I had the physical copy, and you know, it was it was cool. All right, all right, and Johnny.
1: Um, I I honestly can't remember the first one, but um, I can I have memory of probably a couple different ones that you know I was really excited about. One of them, I guess I'll mention is I was when I got my first Arctic Monkeys album, I was like really excited because at the time I was just super into Arctic Monkeys, and ever since then I actually own every single album album of theirs, maybe. Maybe I'm missing one, but um, I remember just being so excited to like hold the CD in my hand because I had been trying to find the music on like YouTube and everything <laughs> to try to listen to it, and I finally got a CD where I could just listen to it every single day if I wanted, and I was really excited about that. So that's probably one of my memories that I can remember right now that uh, involved buying a CD, I guess. <laughs>
0: Well, that's that's perfectly fine. Like I said, judgment free people. Just just curious to see where people were and where they're at now. Um, tell me, you guys have a bunch of shows coming up. Why don't you let us uh, know what what's going on? What What do you got big coming up or little coming up? Anything you want to tell us?
1: Um, we do have a couple of shows coming up. Actually, um, we're really excited because we're going to be playing out of state for the first time, and we're going to New Orleans, and. Uh, the first show we're going to play there is August 27th. Um, I'm not exactly sure the time. I think it might be like, it might start at 9 or something like that. And uh, we're going to be playing The House of Blues, which is really, really cool because we've never played The House of Blues before and we've never played in New Orleans. So just those two things combined are just really exciting. And then um, we're also going to be playing August 29th in New Orleans at uh, Howlin' Wolf, I believe is what it's called. And those are the next two shows coming up for us.
0: Nice, nice. Those are both uh, actually pretty cool places. Um, you know, since you guys have been a band and performing different live, and now you're about ready to you know, travel out state and all that, uh, to date, what's been like the craziest thing that's happened on stage or in front of you fan-wise at one of your shows?
1: Um, well, I know Austin probably can't really – Mention something because he's only been in the band for a little while. But oh. <laughs> have you thought of something, Austin? Awesome, or no?
3: Not. It didn't really have to do with fans. Uh oh. <laughs> I had to go at uh our la- our last uh, gig we had our last major gig uh, with you know full setup at the uh, what was it? It was in Sanford. It was at uh, the, uh, the West,
1: West End. End yeah, it
3: was at the West End. Um, and I I had to go to the bathroom real quick while I was setting up, and I <laughs> I got back just in time. Uh, before, you know, now, ex-guitarist uh, started playing, I was just, like, you know, scrambling to get, like, my headphones in a little bit, my earplugs, <laughs> and just, like, happened like that. No one even looked back, and it's like, I was just there. You know, I tell Oh, it, yeah, like,
1: you know what? I actually re- I remember that. I was like, where did Austin go? And I was, like, freaking out, and then all of a sudden, I look behind me, and you're there, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess he was here the whole time. <laughs> um, another, another thing I can remember from a while ago, a couple years ago, I want to say probably, like, 2011 it happened. Um, this was when... Uh, we were still kind of playing like my solo album. It was kind of like an acoustic thing. And uh, we were playing in Tampa and we were kind of, you know, playing slower songs. They weren't really heavy songs at all. And these people were so drunk, they started moshing to our songs. And I want to say that was really just an amazing experience for me because I had no idea that you could mosh to that kind of music, but apparently you can. So that was really funny, and it's definitely something that I still remember to this day. <laughs>
0: yeah, never knew I had that kind of a career. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, where do, where do you see, or where do you want the band to be three years from
1: now? Ooh. Three years from now, I see us probably... I would like us to like have possibly like a record deal, be touring, that'd be awesome if we could do that especially touring that's something maybe release an album or two who knows Mm -hmm. but that'd be that's where i see us in like the next three years i think
0: i think that's very doable that's cool um before we wrap everything up here is there anything you want to say to your fans out there guys
1: uh keep listening we hope you guys like our music check out our facebook twitter instagram YouTube, because we're going to have that music video releasing soon, so definitely check that out. That's youtube.com slash music by Janani, and yeah. Oh, oh,
4: thank oh, you.
1: If you want to spell Janani, it's J-A-N-A-N-I. I have to – I always have to mention that.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, cool. I want to thank you uh, all for taking time to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, no problem. Everybody, make sure that you go to the website, check out everything with the band, listen to uh, some more of their music. And as always, if you have an opportunity, you're going to be in uh, New Orleans, make sure you go check them out, or even in Florida. Because the best way to uh, actually always experience a band is to see them live, check them out. It's a way to support them, too. Um, Guys, I think uh, your music's great. I'm glad we got to do this. Um, Thank you. you I really appreciate the the time to take, because I know you guys are busy. And I can't wait to see that music video complete.
1: Yeah, we're Uh, excited too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, This has been Sean from Unclaimed Bands. My guests have been Janani. Until next time, uh, make sure you keep tuning back in for uh, more great music from great bands like Janani. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sean. See you. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect
4: the views of the Its parent company or subsidiary.